So imagine, if you will, a generation of adults who have been taught to experience gratitude and gratefulness in their ordinary lives. An entire generation of adults that take the time to notice the beauty and gifts that are naturally there, even when things are difficult. Can you envision a generation of adults that freely and joyfully express their gratitude for others? Imagine how this would impact worldviews, communities, families, and overall happiness. This is what I call upon you to build a more grateful and connected world, and we can start today. Hello, and thank you for joining our podcast, Hope to Recharge, a show that is designed to bring hope, inspiration, motivation, and some practical tips to those that are battling depression and anxiety, and to those that are supporting loved ones that are going through the journey in this difficult time of depression and anxiety. I'm here to tell you, you are not alone, and we will live beyond depression and anxiety. We will share our stories one story at a time in a world of mental health together is better. I'm your host, Matana. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining me here today on Hope to Recharge podcast. Today, we're going to be talking gratitude with Heather Vickery. Heather Vickery, if you could see her face, she's shining gratitude. Thank you for joining me here today. Thank you for having me here. We had a little bit of tech problems before I started and I kept on saying, you know what? Someone that practices gratitude won't judge me on my, my tech problems. And from <laughs> traveling, I broke my camera while I was traveling. I didn't even know about it. So Heather is a success coach. She calls herself a success coach because it's not about wealth and it's not about what we think may, might be a business success, but it's successful in our own life. What Where success meets us. Yeah. Personal. It's business and personal. I just don't believe that you can be successful professionally if your personal life isn't functioning well. Right. So wherever success meets you, if it's your personal, your family, your business, um, your mental health, wherever it is, success, that's where Heather comes into our life. And she's a coach and she coaches us into whatever we want to be successful in. And she just put out another book on gratitude. And I was so excited. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, this is, this is what I preach about. And I'm so excited to have another person that practices it. And she wrote about it and she's coming out with her new book and it's a gratitude book for children. So Heather, give us a little bit of a background on your, on your journey with gratitude. Absolutely. I'm so excited that you're so excited about the book. Uh, It's really connecting with so many people and it's infectious. I love it so much. So about eight years ago, I went through a major life transformation, a, a big one. And subsequently from there, I ended up getting a divorce and starting kind of a brand new business. I'm a single mom of four. I like to affectionately say I sort of burned it all down and rebuilt it. Um, but in all of the most magical ways. And the one thing that helped me do that well and feel supported and capable was that I developed a gratitude practice. And at the time, I kind of thought it was this thing I was doing out on an island. You know, we didn't really talk about gratitude so much um, collectively back then. And I was curious, was I making this up? Was this thing just something in my head started to do research? And of course it's not, there's some really powerful science behind, uh, developing gratitude. So positive psychology tells us that the number one thing we can do to increase happiness, to increase well being to decrease stress, anxiety, and depression is to have a daily gratitude practice where we list 
three to five things we're grateful for and why. So it's important to take the thoughts from your mind. It it's, doesn't work as well as you would want it to if you just think it, it has to come out. And then we want to discuss why you're grateful for that thing so that you can manifest it and reinvent it over and over again. What I discovered, and I started using it with my clients and when I was speaking you know, to large crowds, we would talk about gratitude, is that I would notice a physical change and a reaction in people instantly. Their shoulders would drop their voices would get a little lower, their breathing would would slow down because it creates almost an instant physical change when you recognize what's around you that you have to be grateful for. And when I wrote my first book, which is called Gratitude Journal Shift Your Focus, part gratitude journal um, and part book. So it's a 180 day guided journal to help support you in building a practice. People instantly started asking for one for their for their kids and to do as families. And the first book was really written for adults. And I have a general rule of thumb that if something presents itself to me three times uh, in the universe that I take action on it. So now I'm holding, I have the one printed copy in my hand. I wish y'all could see it. So exciting. We're going to put put it in in our post about like you holding up the copy. (laughs) Yes, because it's 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 funny because is it the same tree like Robert Emmons? Like he also uses this tree. (laughs) I quote Robert. Okay, I have to tell you, I love that you know him because not very many people do. A a couple of weeks ago, he started following me on Instagram, and I absolutely felt like I'd arrived. Not Instagram, Twitter. I was like, "Oh my god, I've arrived!" Bob Evans. (laughs) It's huge. He's huge. I call him the Brene Brown of gratitude. The Brene Brene Brown of shame and vulnerability. Yes, Robert is gratitude, right? <laughs> yes, he is incredible. And um, he was generous enough to let me quote him in my books. And I am um, very grateful that he did that. Um, and yeah, so there is a, a tree on it. The title of the book is Grow Grateful. And I will tell you, I even wrote a chapter in the book about the title and how I got to that. Really the root of it, haha, pun intended, <laughs> is that it, it isn't, you don't get it and you don't get there. There's no like, you don't summit and then you're done. There's no destination. There's no destination with gratitude. You're constantly growing it and you can grow it to newer and higher levels. I want to see, and I am seeing it, which is incredible, is I want to see families setting aside intentional time for conversation and reflection. We are all busy. We are going and going. And I know every parent I know wants to have real and intentional conversation with their kids, but sometimes it's hard to figure out how and when and exactly what to do. This book is designed to give you a platform to spend five or 10 minutes just chatting as a family or with your kids individually and say, what what went well today? Why did it go well? What are you most grateful for? How did you express gratitude for others today? And then I also have 180 unique prompts. So every single journal entry has a question that is new. So I just opened the book randomly. One of the questions is, what quiet pleasure are you most grateful for today? It it's makes just, you tap into your what you're not aware of yet yes. and bring it up to the surface and, and to be aware of it and start noticing it. Exactly. And also showing children that they have some level of control over their own happiness and well-being, that they can do something to calm themselves, maybe to alleviate a little stress and anxiety. You know, science has proven this is true. You can get an MRI to see that if you practice gratitude for six weeks, you're happier. It changes. Like you can literally see it on an MRI. It's incredible. And if it's, if it's all right with you, I'd love to read a tiny passage from the book. This is really what I was hoping to get out of the book and what I hope you all will do with it. Is that okay? Yes. 
Okay. So imagine, if you will, a generation of adults who have been taught to experience gratitude and gratefulness in their ordinary lives. An entire generation of adults that take the time to notice the beauty and gifts that are naturally there, even when things are difficult. Can you envision a generation of adults that freely and joyfully express their gratitude for others? Imagine how this would impact worldviews, communities, families, and overall happiness. This is what I call upon you to build a more grateful and connected world, and we can start today. Love, love, love. And how true is it? Thank right you. when when you walk into a room or somewhere that is full of mindful people that are grateful the energy in the room is just different it's just it is. instantly different and when you walk into a room when people are depleted and negative you just want to run you feel suffocated you yeah. as you said your shoulders come curling in and you're like yeah. going into fetal position of like save me it's really <laughs> like really something that is noticeable and if we can realize that each and every one of us is an individual that can make such a difference in the world by our practice. And when we practice it in our homes, it's going to trickle to their homes or to their friends. And suddenly we're creating a world that's a, a more grateful world. And the things that are usually stressful will be less stressful. It's just science. As you said, it is science and it, it really, is. really works. It does. And it's so cool. And I, I just saw Bob Emmons post something on Twitter earlier this, or this over the weekend that said, if you reduce gratitude to just happiness, you are missing, you're missing most of it. It's so much more than just happiness. It really has incredible life altering effects. And you have the power to, to build this in your own life and to give it to the children that you love and care about. What a gift. So my kids know that the way I found my gratitude was in my journey from depression. Yes. I was stuck in bed. I couldn't go out. I, I was, I, I couldn't smile. I couldn't eat. I couldn't look at anyone. I was really like depleted. And, but I had this yearning to get back to my life. I said, I want my life back. If I was well before, I want to be well again. And I read the secret and the secret changed, changed, changed everything about <laughs> my life. I realized that the more we attract things that are positive, the more our mind will attract it. And the, the practice that I did every morning I would do my gratitude journal and every night, and sometimes it was really, really, really hard to find something to be grateful for. And, but I, I, the more I practiced it, the more I real, I was starting to notice things that were working. Absolutely. And, it, and, and that's what I believe, even though I took medication and I went to psychiatrists and healing and, and therapy, but the daily practice of gratitude was really what helped me. So my, for the nine years, for nine years now, I'm practicing gratitude, even, wow. even though my father was very into gratitude growing up, like the number one thing by him was to be grateful to others, not so much to what were, is going on for himself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah was a big, big, big thing that we grew up with that we must be grateful to our teachers, our friends, parents, services. He, like every bus driver knew my father in Israel <laughs> because he would always Perfect. yell from the back of the bus in Hebrew, thank you, driver. So everybody knew that they're going to get a thank you from my father, no matter Aww. where he's on the bus. Like, and they were looking forward to it. What a great story. Yeah. And then 
I started practicing it. And then my kids, we were once traveling and I think our flight was delayed and they were really frustrated. And I said, okay, let's practice gratitude. And we went and we started playing gratitude. Like, what are we grateful for? What people are we grateful for? What, what taste are we grateful for? What, what feeling, what friends, experiences. And then my daughter that five years old said, let's practice this every night at dinner. This is so much fun. Yeah. And it became a daily practice. That's so great. And, That's so great. And they come prepared with it. And I'm sure you do it at your dinner table. We do, so, yeah. Right, right. And it brings, even when there's hard stuff, we discuss it through the gratitude. Yep. And some days it is really hard. Um, <laughs> for me, for my kids, I remember one one day I was listing my gratitude out and I just was struggling to find anything. Of course, this was in the beginning of my practice. And now it's really easy, even when things have been challenging to for me to to find things to list. But I went, uh, I'm really grateful I have legs that work. And then I sat there for a minute and I'm like, but wait, hold on. I'm really grateful that I have legs that work. But that was like my, it was the best I could come up with. And then, and then, wow, I know people who don't have legs that work, right? So it just puts things in perspective and um, it reminds us that we are not in the world alone and that we have support and and anything we need to be successful. Gratitude reminds us that it's bigger than us. It's so true. That That's such a nice statement. Gratitude reminds us that it's bigger than us, that there's more to it. And, and what now might be painful, but we might not understand. And one day we might be grateful for it. Absolutely. I'll bet you will be. Right. Even if it was awful, there's there's always a lesson. There's always a way to grow. And really the choice is yours, what you're going to focus on. And this is, again, something I'm hoping people will have conversations with their kids about. You can focus on the fact that something was just awful and it made you feel bad and, and you were unhappy. You can choose that. Or you can choose to say, what am I doing differently? How am I better? What's changed for me? You get to decide where you want your mind to go and... I, there's um, some pretty crazy science that shows that people who are constantly negative live six years less than people who are constantly positive. And it's true. Do you, I feel my body when I'm in a negative mode? I have like, thank God I have people around me that can call me out and say, okay, <laughs> yeah, um, um, gratitude. Let's, let's, let's shift to gratitude. And I take a deep breath and I'm like, okay, you're right. As, as whatever is going on now, I, I need to shift to gratitude and bring, right. invite it, make base for it because the negative is not helping me right now. It's just not helping me. So let's shift the energy into the yeah. positive and then you start noticing. Absolutely. And I want to be clear. I don't want to give anybody the misguided notion that things aren't going to be hard or that you are not going to feel bad sometimes. You are. And I don't necessarily encourage brushing those things under the rug to move on to positive thoughts and happiness. It's okay to take a moment to think about why you feel the way you feel or what it is that's caused you frustration or sadness and honor it and thank it for the lessons it's giving you and then choose intentionally to not focus on the negative, but rather to focus on the positive. But I do think it's important to feel your feelings and um, acknowledge them. I don't, I'm not an advocate of like, just suck it up and get over it. I'd like to take this opportunity to pause for a second and give a big thank you to our sponsor, BetterHelp.com. Have you been thinking of getting therapy for a while, but you live in a place that doesn't have therapist that meets your need? Or are they too expensive for what you can afford and you really want to get help and therapy? Or do you travel a lot and you can't access the therapist when you travel? Or do you come home from work and you're too, it's too late to go to an office for therapy? Well, 
BetterHelp.com is an online platform for therapy. You can access thousands of therapists and choose from the therapist that meets your need. Go to BetterHelp.com forward slash hope to recharge. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash hope to recharge to receive your 10% off on your first month. Take charge of your wellness. Go try them out. They really try hard to match you up with the specific therapist that will meet your need. Don't wait to get help. Go now, betterhelp.com forward slash hope to recharge. You can access them from your phone, your tablet, your computer. You can be in your bed and you can receive your therapy you need. Don't wait longer. I was talking to somebody yesterday that's really going through a really hard time. And I was saying your, your anxiety is really taking over. And we're making a ton of room for anxiety and it's okay. And the book Miracles in 40 Days, which is noticing what's not working with gratitude. Did you read yeah. that book? Yeah. So so you make base for what's not working. You acknowledge it. You yeah. bring the emotion up. It's so important. It's so important to make space for that. Right. Absolutely. I'm a big fan of reflection and reassessment and what you want to change. And gratitude is a huge part of that process for me. Right. I, a lot of people say to me, I don't want to be fake. I said, it's not being fake. It's making space for what hurts. It's acknowledging it and giving us permission to feel it. Mm-hmm. As Sam Bennett says, feelings want to be felt. So feel yeah. it, feel <laughs> it, and then make space for also the grateful things. It does, Just because it's there, it doesn't mean that we don't have to make room for anything else. You know, I have to tell you, I do every year on my podcast, I do an episode that airs on Thanksgiving here in the United States. That's just listeners and fans and guests who call in and share what they're most grateful for from the year. Um, so I'm not sure when this piece is going to air, but we'll, we have, you know, the 2019 gratitude episode coming out on the 28th of November, but last year's the 2018 episode, the one that got me in the heart the most, what happened to be a friend of mine who lives here in the Chicago land area with me. And he said, I, this year I went through a breakup that was the most traumatic experience of my life. But what I'm grateful for is the fact that I now know I'm capable of loving like that. Wow. Wow. Right? Wow. Like that goes back to better that to have loved and lost than never loved before. Sure. Yeah. It just maybe, and I maybe because I know him and I know how hard it's been and he's suffered anxiety and depression forever. But the ability to say, even amongst all this heartache and hurt, at least I know I can love. I mm. am capable of this. Mm. And felt feel that feeling to yes. know what it feels to use that muscle of love or to be loved or or to be in a relationship for a while and just say that was great and it's sad that it ended, but I know the taste of great. They say people that are blind from birth will never know the taste of seeing something. And the people that lose their vision, they have they, memory. Right. And they use that to, to cope with whatever comes with their, yeah. in their life, even though it's a horrible thing to not be able to see. There's a saying that, that people that are blind don't have satisfaction from eating like the people that can see their food because our appetite comes from our eyes, but they go into the memory of what it was like to yeah. eat when they had uh, their vision and they bring it into the now. And that's yeah, what that's you were cool. saying. Absolutely. And it, it, it's, it, and, and 
I, I always say this and you're saying it like it doesn't mean that we're faking that everything is okay because no life is hard and life is struggles and life is really full of challenges. But this is an exercise that makes us realize how much we are also blessed and how much we have to be grateful and how and to reduce it's like a it's a anti-anxiety that's not chemical, like we're now we're not taking pills. It's just an anti-anxiety medication that when we practice, it really, really, really works. Heather, I want to talk about your podcast a little bit. Okay. The Brave Files. So when did you start your podcast? (laughs) I started my podcast on April 12th, 2018. And I know that date seared in my head. I imagine most people, podcasts are a lot of work. They're a labor of love. It's like birthing a human and then keeping it alive all the time. But um, so maybe a lot of people know it, but I know it because six weeks prior to that, the I, I knew I wanted to have a podcast, but I didn't know what I wanted it to be about or what it was going to be called. And six weeks prior to that, I was in my kitchen making dinner and the name came to me and it just felt right. It washed over me. And I went to my computer. I bought the domain name. I set up a Google form and told people on my Facebook feed, I'm starting a podcast. If you have a story to tell, fill this out. And I looked at the calendar and I thought, what What can I make? What change do I believe is possible? And if I'm going to do this, I need to have a deadline. And I set a deadline for six weeks and then I got to work and mm-hmm. I made it happen. And it's once a week, right? It's once a week, every Thursday. We air a new episode every Thursday. And it's about different stories of bravery, anything brave. Anything. And the idea is... To, cho- to teach everyone that we can turn our fear, we can leverage our fear into intentional bravery. And when we do that, when we know that what we're doing is brave, we choose bigger, our success is more grand, and it's contagious, which is incredibly cool. So there are some folks getting out of bed is brave. Some people going to the grocery store is brave. For some people facing a fear like being afraid of heights is brave. And, and there are a million other ways to do it. So we've told at this, as of Right now today, we've told 90 stories Mm. of people from all over the world, from being an LGBTQ activist in a country like Uganda where he could get killed for it, to being a surrogate for people who can't have babies, to sitting with your child who um, is dying of cancer, to being a a firefighter and a first responder in 9-11. It just goes on and on. It's incredible. And it, it reminds us all that we have control over our life and we can choose Fear either owns you or empowers you and you get to choose what you want to do with it and how big you want to grow because you can do all the things. You have all the strength and power within you. Is this something that you work with your clients with when they work through success, like overcoming? (laughs) What's your biggest fear? Like what's holding you back? Usually what holds us back is fear. So without a doubt. Right. So is that what you first, like that's the one of the first things that you need to make very clear. What is your fear and what's the why behind it? Most of the time I discover clients don't know what they're actually afraid of. So what we start with is typically what do they want? Like mm. if, if it were perfect, if they could have everything they wanted, what would it look like? And then we break that down into why they don't have it. And we start to uncover their fears there or whatever their limiting voices are that are telling them that they aren't capable or can't do something. Then we disprove those. And then we make a, a plan and identify brave, actionable steps. But most people don't walk in knowing, I'm afraid of this. Uh, We kind of have to uncover it a little bit. How did you get into being a success coach? (laughs) That's a great question. 
Um, so I've been an entrepreneur all of my adult life for the most part. I, I had a couple of jobs as an event planner out of college and I discovered very quickly that while I worked well with people, I did not work well for people. And I'd had enough connection and enough engagement in the community. I decided to start my own event and wedding planning firm, which went very well. I, I created one of Chicago's premier event planning firms and um, unbeknownst to me, I was coaching within that industry. People saw it long before I did. They were coming to me to help them grow and transform. And then people started coming to me for things that had nothing to do with the wedding industry. And I was working with my own coach at the time and, and trying to figure out how I wanted to grow my life and my business, how I wanted to have a greater impact on people at large. And he said, you know, you're already coaching. Why don't you just put a name on it and, and go and do it? And it seemed like the craziest thing in the world. And I did, and I am, and that's where I'm supposed to be. And, and it was an incredible impact. So um, about five years ago, I transitioned into doing this full-time. So you basically took your experiences, your yes. intuition, your very good intuition, what comes to you naturally without even realizing having a cup of coffee with someone, you were coaching them through life, right? Absolutely. And you said, why Why am I doing this for free? I can actually start a business off of this and impact so many more people that are coming focused and know what they want. Exactly. Yeah. For me, I mean, obviously, you know, I, I need to provide, I want to provide for my family. I, I'm not scared of money. I think money is great. It allows me to do incredible things and give generously. But money is a byproduct of, of the service that I do. I love helping people get in the driver's seat of their life and go after what they actually want and feel valuable enough to do so. It's absolutely my life's mission. And it's such an incredible joy to be on this journey with people. I feel like the reason why you love it is because you see where you were before and where you oh, are yeah. now. And oh, you yeah. know the impact that like, you just want to gift it to the world. If they can only see your past and see the now and see the transformation, like, don't you want this also? <laughs> yeah. Come, come I've join me on this journey. About it. Yeah, I've done a lot of writing about it. Uh, there are blog posts and I've been guests on other podcasts where we've really dug in on that because I did live what I would describe as a very small fear-based life for a long time. And um, it became unacceptable to me. And that's the one thing I've learned is when where you are stops being acceptable, you will do something to change it. That's when I can help you. So basically rock bottom. There's no more, there's <laughs> no more procrastinating. It, no? I mean, certainly it can be, uh, but you don't need, to, you don't have to wait until it's rock bottom. It could be a change in any way. It could be scaling your business. It could be, um, saving a relationship. It could be anything. I, I do a lot of conversation with people about what are your pain points. And when something hurts enough, you change it. It could be having better systems in your job or communicating better, having stronger boundaries or building healthier habits. Rock bottom is a dangerous term because it sounds like you have to be ready to just cash it all in. And that's not true. But when you're ready to create change because you no longer think something's acceptable to you uh, in any avenue of your life, that's when we get stuff done. Yeah. When you're ready to do the work and it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's it hard is. when you're ready to show up and dig and learn and and do the exercises that's when you can actually do the work and and um and evolve and that's also with mental health like people a lot of times are struggling and i always say it's 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 a process it's work it's work it's constant and you have to be willing to show up and do the work do the exercise it's uncomfortable and it's hard and it's sweaty 
and it's ugly. And, and, but we have to, we really have to do that, that work. And when we're, yes. we're when we're committed to change, that's when it happens. Um, Heather, so uh, is there anything else you want to share about your book? Uh, I just, I love, I love the book. I love the opportunity the book presents to you. And my goal is to reach at least a thousand households in the month of December and start connecting uh, intentional gratitude into families all across the globe. So I hope that you all will pick up a copy of the book. It is released on December 3rd and then get a copy for all of the other children in your life that you love and help them grow in this incredible way because it's all in our control. I can only write the book. I can't, I can't force anybody to get it and use it. Uh, but you know, we have the power to create this sort of magic change uh, culturally and generationally. So I hope you'll take up the charge. And we can buy it on Amazon? Uh, as of December 3rd, you will be able to buy it on Amazon. Yes. Can we pre-order it or no? It is not for pre-order. If you, when, when are we going to air here? Oh, so you know what, you know what I think I'm going to do? I'm going to try to air it the way, the week it came, it comes out. Okay, perfect. When yeah. do you, you air on Tuesdays for the gratitude stuff? Uh, Thursdays. Thursdays. Okay. So it'll be shortly thereafter. Yeah. So the link will be there. Um, okay. In the meantime, just so you know, uh, if you sign up at brave.vickeryandco.com slash grow grateful, we will make sure you know when the book is available. Yeah. Do you have a Facebook group? I do. It's a launch team at this point. It's going to turn into, it's going to turn into a Grow Grateful gratitude group where we can share stories and help each other and support each other. Um, and if you're not invited, I can make sure you're invited later today. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. This is really, I, I'm, I'm so excited that there's someone out there that's a mom that's excited about gratitude for children. Cause I really believe that we should not wait till our life is, is it falling apart. Like I was in depression, not able to leave the bed and start because I really believe that we prevent crises when we live with gratitude and we invite gratitude. So we have to give it to our children as a gift of noticing what's working, noticing what, what we're grateful for and practice it daily. Just like we eat daily, we have to practice gratitude daily. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I ask you to level up and not just practice it once a day, but but bring it into every element of your life. And that's something I help folks do. So if you want to be part of our um, community, facebook.com slash groups slash grow grateful. Uh, we're going to work on this together collectively as a team and support one another. So I invite you to, to be part of the, the group with us. Right. And there's nothing to lose. I no. always say there's nothing you could lose. Nothing. The only thing you could do is gain more positive energy and more, you're just creating space for better and bigger things to come your way and you're going to notice it and you're just going to start noticing it. It's like Absolutely. a magnet. It's a magnet to positive energy and, and things coming your way. So Heather, thank you for writing this book. You're welcome. Thank you for creating a space for our children, for our family to practice gratitude, to show up to and introducing to, a wor to the world that we have to do this as a community, as a worldwide thing, yeah. because we're, we're a ripple effect and we create a better place for everyone in the world when we work with gratitude. I completely agree. Thank you so much. And thanks for having me on to share the book and the mission. And I, I love that we're so aligned. Yes. Also listen to her beautiful podcast and I highly recommend you go listen to uh, The Brave Files and and 
scan through it that you'll see what what talks to you and what doesn't talk to you what what connects you and and it's an inspirational podcast and it's also a podcast that real that teaches us how to overcome our fears and and that we we have the power in us to overcome struggles and and boundaries that we set ourselves in our mind so thank you have a grateful 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 day and i hope you grab this book because i guarantee only good things will come from this thank you so much thank you for joining me heather have a wonderful day everybody Thank you for joining us and taking the time to listen. I really appreciate it. Please hit the subscribe button so you can hear further episodes. If you are listening to us on iTunes, please leave feedback and ratings below. Let us know if there's any topic that you would like to hear from us in the future. Bye till next time.